Welcome to Last Time On, the watchcast for everyone who wants to watch all of this prestige television, but who has time for all of it? I'm Jafar. I'm Ben. And we're watching Breaking Bad right now. And we rolled a seven after watching the pilot, which means we're watching season two, episode one, with absolutely no context besides the pilot. Yes. For everyone else, this is season two, episode one. For us, this is episode two, Meth Boogaloo. So, uh, I feel like if you thought I was going to be having a podcast where the name of the podcast was not a bit on that show, you were sorely mistaken. Oh, because for sure. Now we're going to introduce what we've named this podcast for. Yes. It didn't really make sense to do it for the pilot episode, but this will be in every non-pilot episode going forward, which is a bit we're going to do called The Last Time On. Now, Ben and I have not seen Breaking Bad before. Um. So we have no idea what's going on besides things that might have seeped to us through the cultural zeitgeist. Very, very vague. Yeah. And so what we will be doing is while we're talking about the episode, season two, episode one in this case, but also all episodes going forward, uh, we're going to say last time on. And then we'll both do a little Wayne's World. And go back in time for a moment where we will pitch what we feel happened last time on this show. The things we're missing. And by the way, just for context, we are skipping all recaps. Yes. That's important. We're not cheating. We're not Googling anything. We've got a very strict no Google policy in place. Um, You can Google things completely unrelated to the episode, but you can't Google anything that might give you a spoiler. Those Those be the rules. I, I... Is very painful for me because, like, I want to look up a bunch of actors on IMDb. It's part of how I watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. Where have I seen that guy? But I know if I do that, I'm going to end up finding, like, oh, they were in four episodes of, of Breaking Bad. And now I know, okay, maybe they're not a going concern. Or, yeah. oh, this random side character is in 26 episodes? I don't want to spoil... Promoted to main cast. I don't want to spoil any of my, you know... There will be people who have major runs on this show that we will never see. (laughs) Which is actually... uh, We'll talk about it at the end of the episode, but this episode ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. I've got no idea what's going to happen. I was actually very hooked, and I wanted to watch the next episode. Yeah, same. You can't... Um, we'll talk about that when we get there, uh, but I'm I'm very much looking forward to that bit of conversation. Now, Jafar. Yes, Ben. Uh, about how we're going to be watching or going through this recap. Yeah. My, uh, my plan thought of how we were going to do this is we'll talk about what we're seeing in the episode and then just generally talk about how we think we got here, but then we use the what happened here's against each other uh so yeah so we'll do so there will be we'll, general we'll, talk we'll, of, we'll do the last time ons right where we pitch the things that we think happened 
and then we'll also do a will happen her, which is offensive. Okay. If a last time on is defensive, uh, where I will force you or you will force me once per episode to explain a plot point via things that happened in previous episodes um, completely unscripted. So we have two things going on, last time on, and what? Yep. All right. Hopefully that's not not too confusing of a gimmick. But hey, we're watching all of Breaking Bad in like seven episodes. So yeah, it's we got to do something. It's expediency. That's the whole point of this project. Exactly. Uh, you don't want to watch all of Breaking Bad, but you want to have an understanding of why people watched it. Yep. And we're doing that for you. Ish. <laughs> we are the worst version of Cliff Notes. Exactly. We are, we are Cliff Notes from your friend who skimmed the Cliff Notes. <laughs> guess you heard the story. I guess everybody knows by now, huh? Uh, so we open on this episode. Season two, episode one. 737. Yes. And we get a bunch of black and white. Black and Walter White. Black and Walter White slow-mo shots. And we get this kind of menagerie of melancholy. Yeah. Because last time on, we missed it, but Werner Horzog actually took over as showrunner. <laughs> uh, surprise. Oh. Uh. And I do not have a good Werner Herzog impression. Uh, <laughs> Go TikTok sad beige boys for sad, sad beige toys for sad beige boys. They do much better than I ever could. The melancholy the New Mexico mess dealers <laughs> as we want. Yeah, this theme, we get a Build-A-Bear Two-Face floating in. Yeah, we see a theme. floating eye and I'm just, my my gut reaction was, really thought they'd be able to do a better eye but then we see it's from uh, a pink teddy bear the only color we see uh really mm -hmm. pulling a sad new mexican schindler's list uh <laughs> which is saying something uh i initially was wondering if like these seasons just started in media res or if this entire show just every episode started in media res, and that was the thing. I think I'm, I'm just going to say it does every single episode. Okay. Um, also, uh, except this one because we just get these sad shots with no connection. Fair enough. Uh, I, I fully expected, uh, as we see the eye floating in the pool, uh, to get the Caddyshack pool drop. <laughs> I want the entire pool scrub sterilized and disinfected. So we go to theme from this. And we come back to Walt, who got a cool new hat and is yes. making blue meth now, which apparently you do snort. Yeah, we now have confirmation meth dealers snort meth. Uh, I actually wrote that down. Okay, yes, you can snort meth. Yeah. Uh, so he hands Walt a ton of money here. Yes. I, I counted how much money. How much? Well, if they're using bank rolls, which is what's expected, that's a thousand bills. Mm -hmm. There's nine rolls in that bag and they're all 20s which adds up to $180,000 in that gallon bag he throws Walt. Ugh. Oh, God. In exchange for a gallon bag, which I think Walt says later was four pounds of meth. All right. I feel like they could get at least get, like, the money, okay. Put it in a Tupperware or something. Something with a seal lid. Like... <laughs> You do not want to toss a bag of meth and find out I didn't zippy all the way. 
though that would be uh, that uh, last that, time on. That was a very funny episode where they had to spend 44 minutes just digging crystal meth out of the dust. Stupid Jesse. Um, but then we get to uh, one of, uh, so we have the, the big drug dealer, Tuco. Mm-hmm. One of his goons breaks the number one rule of gooning. Yeah. You don't say shit. Your job is to stand there and look menacing. Mm-hmm. You don't say shit. Yeah. So did you catch Walt has a nickname here? He doesn't get called Walt or Mr. White. He gets called Heisenberg. Yes. Do you know Heise- like the famous Heisenberg? I didn't check if this is what he was named for, but I have to assume it's for the quantum physicist. That and, the Heisenberg compensator is named after in it, well, Star Trek. Yes. And the Heisenberg uncertainty principle from which the Heisenberg compensator in Star Trek compensates yes. for. Uh, I thought that was fun. I I assume so. It does. Fe- he feels like that kind of nerd. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I didn't want to Google it just in case, but I'm pretty sure the Heisenberg uncertainty principle is you can't know something's volume and speed. Uh, you can't know its speed and position. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That that's why you get the whole you, bit. In you can the, get one or the other. Yeah. In in the Futurama episode where they go to a quantum finish and the the professor goes, oh, you changed the outcome by measuring it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but then we get a messed up drug lord beating the shit out of his. Yeah. Uh, Walt tells him to relax and Tuco does not relax. Walt, you've been around meth and meth dealers for it's a true. season. And the last time you told someone to relax, you had to kill them in an RV. So yes. Uh, <laughs> so my my uh, my assumption now is every season going forward is going to end with at at least two dead. Goons. <laughs> uh, it is now our path. Every season premiere, two dead goons. Yep. Uh, so. Walt starts to do some napkin math with Jesse on how long it's going to take him to save up enough to provide for his family, which is the titular 737 of the episode. Haha, you thought it was going to be a plane, suckers. $737,000. And with an income of about 70k a week, which if the bag was 180, 40k in supplies to make that much meth, uh 70 each, splitting the remainder. Yep. Checks out. That said, what's Jesse's cut, uh, you know, but also this, all of this money talk just had me so, like, this is, all of the money issues he is having is so much more anxiety inducing than the, than the drug dealer problems. (laughs) Um, Uh, Well, Tuco actually takes issue with that statement uh, because he pulls up to them while they're in the car. Yes. Uh, almost crashes into them and demands they perform CPR on his goon who he beat the shit out of. His other goon, Gonzo, stashes the body. And the uh, the episode description really makes sense now uh, from this episode where it's like, we're just not sure if they're going to survive another week of dealing with this guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's apt. And I'm glad the episode description only gave us the first five minutes of the episode. Right. I was uh... kind of concerned when I read it that we had spoiled too much already yeah because as or 
as we know from last time on, they've been selling to this guy for a while, and he's getting more and more, and he... Uh, <laughs> at least that is my assumption. Uh, but it is also... I don't know at this point, because we don't know how much time has elapsed, uh, mm-hmm. how much time Walt is supposed to have left. Yeah, we he gets a diagnosis of two years with aggressive chemotherapy. Yeah, well, he doesn't have any more hair, so maybe he's shaved, maybe he's on an aggressive chemo. Well, from the next scene, we know he's on aggressive chemo. Oh. Uh, but uh, we... I... I know it's terrifying dealing with a guy like Tuco, mm-hmm. but you're dead anyway. If I could make $737,000 in 10 weeks, I'm doing that. <laughs> what, I've got five more months? Okay, whatever. <laughs> And that's how Ben became a drug lord. He, he he goes off the rail and shoots me. I'm dead anyway. Yeah. Did you see who this episode was directed by? Uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Come a long way from uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. So back at home, Skylar surveys Walt's prescription collection because last time on, he's finally told her that he has cancer. Yes. It does seem like she is aware. Uh, can I roll back real quick, though? Yeah. So we get... One of I want to know if you felt any solidarity in this moment, because I know I did. Tuco pulls up. Goon is having a seizure in the process of mm-hmm. uh, resting loose this mortal coil. Yeah. And uh, Tuco goes, you're smart. Fix him. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm a chemist. I'm not a doctor. Also, he's dying. <laughs> um, and yeah, just being in, put in that. Hey, you're smart. Why don't you just fix said problem? And it's like, I don't know how to fix a lawnmower. What do you What do you want me to do? This feels like the kind of stupid shit would happen to you if you worked for Elon Musk. Yeah, like, you're a rocket scientist. Why don't you go develop me a boring machine so I can sell somebody a shittier subway? This made me think just how... how shitty it is for everyone in Tuco's orbit. Where it's just, I've been around those people where it's, for some reason, they're like um, an assistant manager or Mm -hmm. just popular enough where nobody can say like, man, you're really dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's brilliant. No, it's just dumb. This is, is it the meth? Is he just an idiot? Is it both? I'm thinking it's both. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what meth does to your mental state. Nothing good. Yeah, like I don't I don't hear any artists getting on meth and making great art. You know, at least with like other drugs. <laughs> Sometimes it awakens something in the mind. Meth seems to just make you complacent. So we see that Skylar is still pregnant now. Yep. Uh and I've <laughs> I misread the countertop at first and I was like, she's on way too many prenatals. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, right, the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> but then we get what I think is a really interesting, like, just jumping from season one, episode one to, to the now, we see Walt come back and he is staring hauntedly at uh, at the TV 
having you know I love this shot. Oh, it is it is a great shot. In fact, I'm gonna call it next time on, they're going to reuse this shot in a different context. All right. Like the same corner looking at the hallway. Either someone else will be standing there watching TV, possibly wearing the hat because he keeps it right there. Um, something's going to happen with that, though. It's going to be great. But we see Walt just staring like so disassociated that he can't even hear his wife calling his name. Yeah, his tinnitus is really acting up. Because a man just died in my arms. In the pilot, man, you, you, you phosphine, killed two dudes. phosphine gassed two people. And drove around with them sloshing in your RV. Yep. Which, which is, they do bring it up later, too. Which is why I think last uh, last time on, in the intervening episodes, Walt has completely dealt with that. He has <laughs> so fully come to terms with murdering two people that mm-hmm. now a new murdered person in front of him sets him, like, he's back at zero. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Skylar does comment on the new hat, and Ben, I've got to ask you, what happened to her? How did Walt get this hat? So, what happened to her? We know that uh, they're having money issues. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm not thinking that Walt went and, like, was searching Amazon. Okay. What I'm thinking happened here is in a... Uh, uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade-esque scenario. Uh, during the rest of our season one misadventures, they ran into another meth uh, meth cook. Okay. Uh, who they ran into trouble with and they got another setback and they got shut down. And the other meth cook was like, look, you lost today, kid. And then puts the hat <laughs> on Brian Cranston <laughs> as a buck up. You'll go cook them next time. <laughs> You'll go cook them next time. All right. Uh, this hat was like, this This hat exists outside of the show. Like, the image of Brian Cranston in this hat permeated the cultural zeitgeist. I am sure I saw this on stickers all over my college's campus. Yeah. Um, Skylar asks what's wrong. Walt cries. Gets a tear boner. Yes. Uh, goes for it, and it's just a fucking mess. So, unlike the first episode, the pilot, where murdering two people allows me to finally reinstate my virility, because I didn't kill this guy, it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, he can only really get it up if he killed them. Yeah, that's very important for the future of the show. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Jesse gets the number three special, which is chips, guac, and a gun from the doghouse. Which you can get in most states in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why this was treated like it was such an undercover thing when yeah. the, you know, the gun shoe loophole exists. You can just yeah. go and buy guns. It's true. It's very easy. It's not hard. Uh, <laughs> then for a lot cheaper, he could have bought a lot more guns. That's true. Also, we very quickly find out he also should have taken a gun safety course. Uh, oh, yes. But he didn't shoot himself. I was so ready to score a point. I'm sitting here the whole time. Jesse's going to get shot. Jesse's going to get shot. And he's going to shoot himself. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm going to get that first point of the series. Not yet. So now uh, Jesse is freaking out because 
We saw a methed out insane drug dealer mm -hmm. kill a guy. We're now loose ends. Yep. And I believe Walt actually has the right side of it where it's, we are worth so much more alive than we are dead. Um, but they put a pin in murder. Yep, <laughs> put a pin in it for now. Which, this brings up one of my main issues with this episode. This is the first of two tete-a-tetes we see between Jesse and Walt mm -hmm. in their kitchen. Yeah. When later in this episode it is established, Skylar never leaves the house. It's Jesse's kitchen. Oh, it's Jesse's kitchen? It yeah. looks the same. Sets. I don't know. Okay. I don't know that this show was doing gangbusters at this point. Okay, so I don't is, know what the budget was. Walt's kitchen. I was like, keep it down, guys. <laughs> Walt Jr.'s going to be home any minute. But uh, Walt does do a great version of uh, the Rocco problem from the Boondock Saints. Yeah. Of, okay, you've got yourself a revolver. How many shots do you have? <laughs> many to kill Tuco. How many to kill Gonzo? Yeah, How many to kill guy. whatever guys are in the car? Um, yeah, they need a plan for what they feel will happen at this point, and they're having a hard time coming up with one, but they do feel the crushing weight of their doom upon them. Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. So Waltz is working through the mental logistics of killing Tuco. Uh, it's revealed he did kill someone last season. A law aside from our two. Well, that's that's actually my question to you: is do you think that is a third person Walt has killed, or does that counting the two guys from the episode? I'm assuming it's count. It's not counting the two guys. Okay. I think Walt has has himself a burgeoning bond. Okay. Uh. So after this, we cut to uh, what is Skylar's sister's name? Marie. We cut to Marie and Hank's house, mm -hmm. uh, where, based on context clues from the Tumblr, Marie is a radiologist. Oh, I didn't catch that. It, it is from a radiology, and she is putting so much Splenda into this into this <laughs> drink, where I'm just like, oh no, that's that's what happened to Gilda Ratner. Uh, but it is Marie is a bitch in the pilot. Here she just seems unhinged. Uh, yeah, things are not going well. Hank reminds her of her appointment with Dave very ambiguously. Yes, we do not know exactly what Dave is. Is he? Yeah. Uh, we find out later. Yeah, but... is he a masseuse? Is he a uh, a gigolo? Ooh. Uh, do Marie and uh, Hank have that kind of relationship? No kink shame. Uh, but Marie does run over the neighbor's RC car, which you're driving it in the road, kid. Like, yeah, you've you got it come. Uh, man, you really called this couple last up, Ben. Oh yes, uh, but <laughs> credit where credit is due. I am, I am. They are the worst people you know. They are the worst people I know. Each time I'm just like, the other one's the worst. <laughs> the other one's like, let me find a new way to be the worst. Yeah. Uh, Hank and Gomez review some CC footage. Yeah, Gomez, my man, he's still alive. Past the pilot. He was did. really worried he was going to be one of those, like, oh, it's just Hank's partner. Uh, like, <laughs> he is not the same act, the character in episode two. <laughs> and so I'm so excited Gomez is still uh, 
going concern. Yeah, they're reviewing some C, C footage, presumably of yes. last time on a heist early on where Walt was complaining about how heavy that barrel was. And Jesse suggested rolling it. And Walt says they can't because it will mess up the chemical inside. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're carrying this barrel and they're getting made fun of by the cops for not just rolling it. It's all like, oh, you idiots, just roll it. Why are you yeah. putting so much work in? And uh, I think there's a, there's, there was a story reason for that that we just don't get here. That said, they should have totally had a dolly. Uh, yeah, but for we sure. do see some th- steal a doll. Yeah, <laughs> we do see some thermite, which is cool. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Yeah. Um, and also they make a crack about uh, uh, these guys could barely break into the Special Olympics, which man, that feels like a good way to get sued by the Special Olympics. I wouldn't know anything about that, Ben. <laughs> uh, Walt goes home and drives right past Tuco's SUV. Except it's not Tuco's SUV. It's a different brand. Yeah, I thought it was an Escalade before or it something. Was. And, that, and this is a GMC. Yeah, it's a, well, they're both General Motors and they're both giant black SUVs. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, it starts up when he gets out of his car and drives off. Backs up over the curb and drives away. Yeah. Which if I am, if I am gooning, if I am putting, putting the, the eyes on somebody. You know what I just do? Nothing. Ben, you can't you can't use gooning in that context. That, that's what you do. No, no, Ben, you probably don't know this, but gooning has a new meaning with the Gen Zers. What, like it's not like the hockey term anymore? No, it's actually a euphemism for masturbation now. So you can't say gooning while giving someone the eyes. <laughs> Gen Z, what did you do? <laughs> Just thought you should be aware. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because Goon Squad. But no, in this that... particular instance, not what, okay. I was, just, I was just in my my uh, Escalade out on the street, gooning, Goonin. watching people go by. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, thank you for, for ruining gooning. Oh, I didn't ruin it, Ben. I just ruined your usage of it. There's a difference. Anyway, Skylar wakes up to Walt not in bed, and uh, he's out in the living room watching the streets. He puts a kitchen knife away. He's also clearly exhausted. If only he had something that might have given him that pep he needed to make it through the night. A little stimulant of some variety. Yeah. Uh, Walt knows he's been made, and once he's connected to his DEA brother-in-law, he's dead. His family is dead. Everyone is dead. Right. Also part of this morning, we get another Marie phone call that Skylar just instantly hangs up on, which made me nostalgic for string machines. Walt plans on using the favorite weapon of the Centaurum to handle this problem, poison. And because I have poisoned your drink. So this this moment had was another another bit of the show that I absolutely connected with. I guess we're back in Jesse's kitchen. Yeah. And Jesse is now going, like, I figured out how to open my gun. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I've i come up with my plan. Mm-hmm. And then Walt just goes, I've got a better idea. And Jesse just instantly goes, thank God. Which just makes me feel <laughs> of those moments where you're just like, okay, I think I've got a way to fix this problem. I know it's not the best way, but I also don't know anything better. 
And then as soon as somebody else goes, I know how to fix this problem, you're just like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> we see that Walt is now going to be making a poison out of bees. Yes. Beans. Bees? <laughs> Job's not on board. <laughs> but no, we, he's going to be making ricin, mm -hmm. which uh, this is another thing where it's just, okay, I understand he's a chemist. How does he know how to make all this stuff? Well, I mean, some of it makes sense. Like, you would know chemical compounds for things, or you'd be able to do the math when you knew what a chemical compound was. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I can't look at a chemical compound and go, oh, well, I need these things, obviously. But you're well, also not a... I'm not a chemist. Walt is. So, you know, knowing... if he, It's not like he has to, like, Google what is thermite. You know, or how to make thermite. Mm -hmm. He just has to go, hey, what's the chemical compound of thermite if he doesn't already know it? But he's probably got it in a book at home. Yeah. So he probably isn't doing having to do a lot of legwork there. I am curious if this is like a poison that comes from beans, if this is something he's just growing. Yeah, or... where did he get the beans? Yeah, this isn't like he made some chemical compound poison. This is he grew these or someone he knew grew these. He had so, to get them from somewhere. That is exactly my point. Jafar, we'll hop on her. What the hell happened? Can't explain. But I got the van. So when we saw the backyard in the pilot episode, it was dilapidated, right? The pool was maybe a quarter full, was filled with shit. The entire backyard was in disarray. When we see it now, both in our Werner Herzog opening and then also when Walt is out there after his tear boner crying, it's put together. is the ultimate expression. The ultimate. <laughs> Where the tears come to It's getting better. It is. <laughs> it's improving. Yeah. Keep working on it. But it's much more put together. So my what my theory here is that Walt has actually started growing this poison. He grew these <laughs> beans in his backyard. He's got a little veggie garden tucked away somewhere, growing these beans just in case he needed the poison. Because he needed to make some rice. Yeah. Yeah, so this is where I started having to wonder, what is everybody doing during the day? <laughs> well, because... we find out what Skylar's doing during the day. She's very pregnant. Well, yes, she is very pregnant. But and she prior, does work from home. Prior to being very pregnant, yeah, all she did was repackage stuff uh, from eBay and then not... That was a successful business model not in the right. 2000s. Um, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't work on her novel. But no. do we think it is the summer or did Walt quit his job teaching? I have a feeling... That it is summer. Okay, because Walt Jr. is also not around. So either he's, you know, but out he's at a friend's with... house. Yeah, they, out... they do establish Walt Jr. is at a friend's house. No, all day. When Skyler's in the bath, she later says in the he episode, went over to. Uh, he's been... I've had the house to myself all day. He's been over at a friend's house. He's staying for dinner. But it could also have been, I've had the house to myself all day. He went ho there after school. Yeah. So I just, I am wondering if. If what is the last time on canonical decision of has he quit his job yet? I'm going to go with no. Okay. I think he's still 
there's too much fun you could have like with this being a teacher and having someone buy meth that's at one of your students or something like getting made that's got to happen at some point maybe it already has but uh, we'll we won't know Anyways, um, Skylar spends her day digging through old photos. Uh, this is like scrolling your Facebook memories, looking at photos of you with exes. It is not healthy. No. And uh, Hank shows up to talk, and we find out Skylar and Marie are fighting. Yes. And he would like Skylar to bury the hatchet. And when we find out why they're fighting, it's because Marie is a shoplifter. And not, Skylar insists... Not just a shoplifter, a kleptomaniac. Yeah. Skylar insists that shoplifting is the worst crime anyone she knows would ever commit. And, and everybody else is just like, your brother-in-law is a DEA agent. I'm sure he does, like, casually commits worse crimes. <laughs> yeah, Hank has accidentally killed dudes. Yeah. Promise. Just uh, not Gomez. We find out Dave is a therapist. Yeah, kind of bummed out about that one. Uh, you know, fuck, I'd ask if talking about mental health uh, was this rough in the 2000s. But when my family doctor diagnosed me with depression, it was a... Oh, your aunt has that. Here's a book she read to make it better, and also some Zoloft and some Xanax. But my doctor couldn't even, like, talk to me about taking them or the side effects of them. And that's how I almost, or rather, should have died in college, like, the first dozen times. Yeah. Uh, so I do know that that's how bad it was. Yeah, then. it was not good. Yeah. Uh, and then... We do get a, a great moment of Skylar ripping Hank a new one, uh, which I appreciated on the side of, like, there are commonly people who you are always expected to be the bigger person. Yeah. And she just starts listing off, I'm nine months pregnant, my husband has terminal lung cancer, we have no money, our water heater is still broken from the pilot, and I have to be the bigger person because she can't own up to the fact that she's got kleptomania. Yeah. And this just made me so mad because we know Walt has been dealing meth for a while. He does have some money saved stashed. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. But it is not near, like... It's not the what he wants. It's not to set them up. But it's definitely enough to pay for a hot water heater. Yeah, that's only a few hundred bucks. I am assuming that Walt's plan here is to just take this to his grave. And then when he dies, it's surprise life insurance money or something. But you could also have, have like, slipped an extra, you know, few hundred bucks uh, or just been like, hey, so-and-so he at work. does not control the finances in the house. No, but he could have said so-and-so at work gave me uh, an extra 300 bucks because he knew a we needed a new water heater. teaching job? No. None of that's plausible, Ben. I guess we know Bogdan wouldn't wouldn't have given him any uh, any extra money, uh, which I was really hoping they would test out the ricin on Bogdan. <laughs> <laughs> so Skylar, during that breakdown, also mentions Walt's missing time. Yes. To Hank. That's the second clue Hank has gotten about Walt dealing this episode. And so I have a feeling that's going to be a sooner rather than later plot in this show. Probably. But then we do get a... Really unfortunate moment. So Walt comes home. It is late. Mm -hmm. He's terrified, thinking people might be in the house. Nobody's answering. Yeah. He doesn't lock the door behind him. <laughs> and that just made me so mad. Uh, uh, that said, I, I didn't... It was probably there in the pilot, but I didn't notice until today. Love that he's wearing a calculator watch. Uh, 
me very, very happy. <laughs> but then he gets a call from Hank, who's like, hey, really stepped in it with your wife. She's going to be mad. So giving you a heads up, bro to bro. Also, want to see a cool picture of this murder I'm at <laughs> that somehow he's able to notice on his nine pixel phone. <laughs> oh, he wishes it was nine megapixels. It was a uh, it was a flip phone. It was a flip phone from the mid aughts, and yeah. it's supposed to be. Haha! Look at this picture of these dead bodies. How funny is this? But Walt is able to recognize it because he's seen it. He's he's been there. I've been there. Yeah. Um. So right before this, Walt and Jesse are cooking some special meth with the poison. Yes. Well, they cook meth and then they put some poison in with it, and that's how they plant they plan to get uh tuco with that is be like oh here's some special meth just for you tuco new recipe i did appreciate jesse turning the tables and he was just like so what's special about it (laughs) and walt's just like i don't know it's drugs it gets you super high whatever (laughs) just say it's the best meth (laughs) and in his defense tuco does not seem to be the most Mm -hmm. deep of drug dealers no uh, but yeah, so he gets the call. Uh, Jesse grabs his bug out bag. Walt runs home with the gun, assuming that they're both next. And then this is where we get Walt Jr.'s at his friends and Skylar's in the bubble bath. Yes. She asks him where he's been all day. He grabs some hidden cash, stashes it in a diaper box along with the gun. That will come into play later, I'm sure. Yep. But probably not for us. Hank knows these goons run with Tuco. And deduces that Gonzo died trying to move the other body, not because Tuco killed him. Yes, but we he deduces that after he talks to Walt. So Walt gets all up in arms, and then this happens, and it's supposed to be like, oh, maybe Walt's overreacting. Mm-hmm. And then we almost immediately get Jesse showing up at the house with Tuco in the back seat. So he wasn't overreacting. They drive off to end credits. We're at the cliffhanger, Ben. Yes, we are. This is the end of our episode. I really wanted to watch this next episode. I really wanted to go back and watch season one. Yeah. Uh, but we can't. No. Nope. We have uh, made our bed and we will be sleeping in it. Yes. Or uh, Skylar will be sleeping in it while we stand <laughs> ominously in the living room staring at the <laughs> But this cliffhanger, knowing that there's no roll, we're rolling 3D4, there is no way to roll a one. We are not watching the next episode. Yeah. Did you find this liberating? Because you know it's going to be either resolved or at the very least this cliffhanger it won't. They're not going to be locked in a car with Tuco for four episodes. No. So knowing that, knowing that when we move on, when we watch our next episode, this is going to be resolved. And knowing that there's another 60 episodes of this show, well, 50, mm-hmm. uh, I found that incredibly liberating. Because knowing and like having accepted that I wasn't going to watch the next one, it was just like, oh, that's a cliffhanger. I was able to just completely live with it. I was not. <laughs> I'm so I'm, I'm happy for you, man. But I was not. All right. Well, it's time to see how far we're skipping ahead. Yes. I got our three dice here. Whew. Big roll. We're skipping another eight episodes, Ben. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, you couldn't have rolled a four or something. So we'll be coming back to season two, episode nine. All right. So before we go into our predictions for this time, 
Do we want to talk about our predictions for last time and see if they're still on the board? Sure. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. All right, I've got uh, Jesse's going to get shot. Still very much on the board. Walter cheats on his wife. Possible. And Walter's cancer diagnosis is incorrect. And he still gets pneumonia or something. He will get lung damage or something from cooking meth. Uh, that requires maybe even cancer from the meth, from cooking the meth. But uh, the initial diagnosis is wrong. The initial diagnosis is wrong. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably off the table at this point. It doesn't look good. Given how much chemo is going on. But maybe it's I'm, possible. Yeah. Daytime prediction. Skyler never actually writes anything. That seems... That seems... Right on track. We know she was at home all alone by herself all day. Mm-hmm. Didn't write anything. Now, is it too soon to give you the point? I think it's too soon to give me the point. Okay, you want to say, you know, like another one? If she makes it to the end of season two without having written anything? I think that that's sufficient. Okay. My evening prediction, uh, Bogdan gets run over by a car in the car wash and it's a feel-good moment. <laughs> we don't know. I also was, I'm also rooting for uh, the ricin to be tested out on Bogdan. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might be just something from each episode we watch. I'm hoping that's what gets Bogdan. <laughs> uh, but we didn't see Bogdan. Uh, and then my uh, primetime prediction was uh, Gomez is murdered violently by Hank. Gomez is still in the show. Gomez, yep. my man. Uh, Gomez still might get violently murdered by Hank. So that is still on the table. And actually, that ties into my primetime prediction for this time. Okay, well, go ahead with yours. Uh, so I'll, I'll end with that. My daytime prediction is exactly as you called it, Ben. Jesse accidentally spills a bag of meth because it wasn't sealed. <laughs> that shit's got to happen if it hasn't already. And so I'm putting it on the board for a point. All right. My evening prediction uh, Marie comes over to visit and steals Walt's hat. And then my primetime prediction is that Hank catches Walt, but Walt cuts him in on the operation. Oh. Probably just monetarily, I would assume. Yes. But we'll see. Uh, so my uh, daytime prediction, Tuco ends up working for Walt oh. instead of the other way around. Uh, my My thought is the end of this episode, he's like, both my goons is dead. Something's going on. You seem like you've got your shit together. Like, <laughs> how about you be in charge? I'll just be the muscle. Like, he's still insane and still a problem. But the power dynamic shifts. Okay. Uh, my uh, evening. Uh, Hank has to choose between Marie's kleptomania and his job. He picks his job. Ooh. Uh, and then primetime. No one ever actually tries to turn in Walt and Jesse. Every problem is only because of their paranoia and naivete. <laughs> like, at the end of the show, they would have completely gotten away with it if it wasn't for them. That's fun. Yes. And so was this, Ben. Yeah. So we'll be back uh, next week with Season 2, Episode 9, Four Days Out. I might want to write that down. Thank you to Ripe for letting us use 
their song and one of Ben and I's absolute favorite songs, Goon Squad, as our theme music. We still don't believe it's real. Uh, it's absolutely crazy to us. Thank you so much. Ripe are currently touring until the end of August. You can check them out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Uh, they're on Bandcamp, just about everywhere. Check them out. Great band. You won't be disappointed. Thank you to Annette Lucina for the wonderful photograph of the TV that we used to create our cover image as well. Thank you for licensing your work under Creative Commons so that artists who are just trying to do their thing, like Ben and I, can use it without having to worry about copyright infringement and all of those things while you still get to protect your art. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks. wants to do meth that's the name of this podcast <laughs> it is the worst game show from the late 1990s with regis philbin